I'm Jennifer Lee Levitz, and this is Unleash the Power of Age. We do a show out of the Rose Baker Senior Center on behalf of the Gloucester Council on Aging. And I'm here at Studio 1623 today with a very special guest. She is our one and only visiting nurse, and her name is Peg Walsh. And her name is not Peg Walsh. We have to start over. I said Walsh. It's Peg McDermott. I grew up with a woman named Peg Walsh. And every... Can we start over? I'm sorry. Uh, yep, you can just take it right from the top. Okay. So, I'll tell you after. I'm okay. sorry, Peg. Hi. I'm Jennifer Lee Levitz, and this is Unleash the Power of Age. We do a show on behalf of the Rose Baker Senior Center um, for the Gloucester Council on Aging. And today we're at the studios of 1623 here in Gloucester, Massachusetts. And we have a very special guest, our very own nurse, our visiting nurse, Peg McDermott. Hi, Peg, thank you for being here. Hi, Jennifer, it's nice to be here. Um, I should just explain that I work for the VNA Care Network. Um, there are several offices with this VNA, but the one that I work out of is the Danvers one. So uh, I just wanted to say a couple of things about we do have clinics. I do the Gloucester Clinic. If I were ill, somebody else would pick it up. And I do it every Wednesday um, from 9.30 until 12. So we do everything from blood pressure checks to listening to lungs to doing checking apical pulses. Also, we also do diabetes screening. We also can do bone density. We need to set that up, though, and, and we can probably see about 12 people in an hour and a half or two. Wow. And we have done that at the Rose Baker, we mm -hmm. are planning on coming back and doing another one mm -hmm. because a lot of people signed up for that. And um, my immediate supervisor is Joan Fitzpatrick and Beverly Salate is my, is the wellness director. For the... For the VNA. VNA, okay. But the clinic that I do at Rose Baker is exclusive to Rose Baker. Because when you're saying unleash the power of age, I'm aging as well. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like my one and only. Occasionally I do a couple of other clinics. But I'm very fond of this particular clinic. And uh, we really, you. And I really like the director, Lucy Sheehan. Uh. We all do. Uh, what I, uh, this particular clinic does an awful lot of good for the whole city of Gloucester and also any other harboring towns and neighborhoods. Um, they're very kind and very considerate and caring toward the elderly as well as other ages. Oh, well, listen, I, there was one day I was sitting there. It was after your regular hours. I was sitting there, and you said to me, do you need something? And I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel so good. And you said, I'm going to take your blood pressure. And it was up, and it was way up. And it was uh, uh, just the, what word do I want? It was just the nudge I needed to go to the doctor and have my blood pressure paid attention to. And I'm fine now, but 
that was because you caught me that day. <laughs> I've caught a few other people. I mean, I've caught people with in atrial fibrillation uh, that don't feel well, but they don't know that's a rapid, a very rapid uh, pulse rate. Um, and the pulse skips around, and usually um, I send people to the doctor to confirm it, and they do an EKG, mm-hmm. an electrocardiogram, which most people that are listening to this are aware of. But atrial fibrillation is also, uh, you know, it's when the heart when the heart pumps really, really fast, and then goes really, really slow and then fast and then slow and it has the body has the chance to accumulate a clotting mechanism so that's what makes that very dangerous because you you you're very close to having a stroke if it goes undiagnosed for a certain amount of time Um, it's very treatable Um, they have medications for it I have a lot of people in atrial fib that come to see me. They take Coumadin, there's Eliquis, there's Xarelto. There's a lot of medications that keep mm-hmm. to help keep your heart in a regular rhythm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they cardioconvert you to shock your, your heart right back into rhythm. But sometimes it goes out, it says, hey, this is a fun thing for me to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be more irregular. And so it goes back in. So you you should have a cardiologist, anybody over the age of 65, with any kind of cardiac symptoms, you should have a cardiologist that checks you at least once a year. Right. And um, if you notice anything that's irregular, you happen to be in the, in the Gloucester area, I'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> um, in the meantime. In the meantime, I wanted to talk about the flu. Okay, here we go. Okay. A lot of people are very afraid to have flu shots. I know. And some of the reason is because they became ill after they had the flu shot. Now, unless you've had Guillain-Barre syndrome, um, which um, you don't have flu shots if you've had that, usually. You talk to your physician, they usually don't want you to have one. But that is a neurological thing that can happen to anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. But 95% of the population can handle a flu shot. Um, Your arm is sore for a couple of days. At the worst, you should have a horse, you would have a horse throat, maybe chills and a little fever for two days, and that would be the end of it. Most people who have had flu shots and get ill from the flu shots are either allergic to the egg product, because it's not live viruses, they're weakened and inactive viruses that are okay. in the flu shot. And the flu shot that everyone gets has three or four different flu um, flu vaccines in it. And when it's made up by a biotech team, it is usually the four, three or four viruses that are prevalent in the world, really, Um especially in the United States, because we're in the United States. And any of those viruses could make people very sick. They could go into um, pneumonia, right? and they could die. They could. So I think you were telling me that if people have allergies to egg products, that's one reason for not having feel sick. Right. Um, but the other reason is that 
I'll say it. I want to say it. That they were maybe already sick when they got the shot. And that's the truth. <laughs> you, it, you, it doesn't have to take much. You know, no. you can shake someone's hand. You can um, not washing your hands is the biggest biggest thing that you can do to keep yourself from becoming right. ill or picking right. up anything from another person. Right. Um, usually, when people sneeze, instead of putting their arm across their mouth like this, which is what they should be doing, they'll cough into their hand <laughs> without a tissue. They might sneeze or they might cough. And then let's say they're at a church function or somebody, some other place where they're shaking someone's hand. How do you do? Like, how are you doing, Vinegar? Uh, oh. I know. So the most important thing is to wash your hands often. Okay. I don't mean standing at the sink and washing. But if you're outside, you're meeting people, um, you're shaking people's hands, you're doing any kind of a function, you should be washing your hands before you put them to your mouth. Now, during the flu season, which is usually from, it can be any time from, let's say, December until May. Mm -hmm. So people should be getting their flu shots before then. However, you can have a flu shot even in January or February, and it's still effective because the, the main flus are still around. If you get the flu, somehow or another, you've been in contact with a person who had the flu before you have the flu shot. You can get mildly ill after taking the flu shot, but it's only a mild illness. It doesn't last. Um, if it's something more severe, then you are either allergic to something in the egg protein they use to, to, to make the flu vaccine, or you've had Guillain-Barre or something else. Let me ask you, so th this is... Um it's not, if I'm understanding you right, it's not airborne. It's because you're, you touch something or someone touches you. It's not just in the air and you can breathe it in. It's not really in the air, but if okay. someone sneezes, it's in the air. <laughs> but okay. it's usually a contact, a human okay. contact. Okay. okay. I don't mean that you need to kiss somebody <laughs> before you have the flu, but um, any kind of contact. Okay. Hand contact is the most thing. Um, if you go to church and if you're doing the peace sign, well, if you're Catholic, we do. If you're some other religion, you may or may not be doing it, but you're definitely shaking people's hands as you're leaving. Sure. That is how the flu goes from one person to another. Okay. It's usually hand contact. Someone okay. sneezing into their hand and feeling ill and giving it to you okay so you know? so let's uh, pretend that we we didn't get the shot and we weren't being careful and we get the flu now what do we do okay now what you do you need to stay home you need to be drinking a lot of fluids um if um there are different you you do need to call your doctor and see if he wants to see you he may not if you're infectious but as long as you're um if you've had the flu shot and you do get a flu it helps with other viruses that are floating around out there. Um, it can be airborne if somebody is sneezing and it goes into the air and then they're in a close environment and they inhale the particles. Right. But if you get the flu, you need to stay in bed. You need to drink a lot of liquids. You need to watch if you have a temp 
take Tylenol or whatever your physician. I'm not a doctor, so, um, you know, but there's things you need to not go to work and expose other people Mm -hmm. to your virus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Viruses, your physician will see you and tell you if you have a virus. Sometimes the flu can go into a bacterial pneumonia or bronchitis, which is bacterial. Um, and if that's the case, you you need to be close in touch with your doctor. They can tell if it's a virus or if it is a bacterial, which the flu in itself is just you being miserable mm-hmm. for like a week or so or yeah. maybe even two weeks and coughing. And, you you know, you would need, you could have a cough syrup. If you could, there's Mucinex over the counter. What Mucinex does is um, it's a... You bring up some sputum with right. the of the, but if it's multicolored, yellow or green, you should be seeing your doctor. Right. If it's just white, just make sure you have plenty of water and liquid and keep your temperature down. Okay, so you need to be hydrated. Yeah, and take maybe a fever reducer. Yep. And um, am I going to be have aches and pains? Yes, she'll have aches and pains. You could have a hoarse throat. You could have... Um, Is it like an extra bad cold? Chills. It could be... Well, if it gets... An extra bad cold can go into bronchitis. So you really... You don't... If it, if, if you're finding that your cough is very productive yeah. and discolored, you have to see your doctor. Okay. You know? So it doesn't progress to a pneumonia. Um, flu for people over the age of 65 and young children is a very dangerous... Um, virus, it's it's dangerous because it can lead to other things. Okay. And over the age of 65, you do not have, especially have, if you have an underlying chronic condition, you don't have the strength or, to fight it, you know? So anybody with an underlying condition should be seeing their doctor to get treated for the flu. But the flu shot does not give you the flu <laughs> and a lot of people believe that it does I know. but I there's know. more than four flus out there they pick the four worst ones and they put that in the shot the super shot is what people over 65 should have okay so that's another if you yeah. wherever you get the shot make sure and you don't assume that everybody is going to uh, do the right thing and know exactly what to do ask for it make sure you say Hey, am I getting the one? Am I getting the one the for super shot. people over 65? The soup, you call it the super shot? Yeah, okay. they call it the super shot. All right. um, it has a name, but most people don't remember that. If okay. they just tell the pharma, if they're getting it at a pharmacy, a pharmacy is, um, they, they can administer flu vaccine as well. Um, v- different VNAs in different communities um, have flu clinics mm-hmm. um, a lot of them uh, they, they bill Medicare B pays for um, pays for you to get the, the vaccine and even they ask for it when you go to the pharmacy too you can get it at your physician's office but you need to ask for the super super flu shot okay. not the, the other one it's, it's, it's three to four times the strength of under 65. All right. So they get we, a regular flu shot. One. It's okay. the same viruses, but it, it's not as strong. Uh, the strength is not as strong. Str- it's Okay. So, you know, they already had 
a lot of the free flu clinics here in Gloucester. Right. Um, and uh, I guess we have to inquire to see if there are going to be any more of those. Most of the flu um, clinics at the VNA, they get a certain amount from the um, public health departments. Different VNAs, they're basically the same. I mean, they're all good. There isn't any bad VNA really that I oh, can no, think of, of course that's not. been certified. But I think the flu season for them, just about, um, I know for the VNA Care Network, they're doing two more flu clinics, and I, I think that's the end, and I think today is it. Uh-huh. But you can just go to your local pharmacy, Walgreens, right. CVS, ask for a flu shot, and your Medicare B should cover it. Okay. So don't get nervous. Your doctor can also give it to you right. if you ask for it. Um, and they start, they start giving the flu shots in September. All right. So any I'm other not questions, get flu. Jennifer? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not getting flu this year, and you're not either. I'm hoping not. Okay. I, get, I get mine pretty early. Uh, either through the VNA or I get it through um, my physician. Okay, that's what I'll be doing. I have a physical yeah. in ten days. Yeah, they'll give it to you. It's good, even if it's late getting it, even yeah. in January, February. But it takes two weeks for the flu vaccine to work. Okay. So if you're oh. <laughs> two weeks, because you're building it up in your body. Okay. And um, becoming immune to the flu. Okay. You know, if you still if you get the flu. It, it shouldn't be that severe. But there's more than one flu. Okay. I've had my flu shots every year, and I did one year have a, a terrible flu, and it wasn't one of the four <laughs> in the flu vaccine. Of course not. There's a lot of them out there. I know. You know? I know. I think so I'm... if there's any concerns at all, talk to your doctor. Um, you can come and see me. I'm there. <laughs> I don't care if you live in Gloucester or not. But only on Wednesdays. But on Wednesdays. Well, I'm usually, I have to say that sometimes I'm a little late um, because of the traffic. Oh, yeah. So. What time do you get But I'm usually there no later than 9.45. Okay. And I stay till 12.15 I know. 12.20. I know. And I'll stay if this is your first time coming. Right. And And, um, practically. I'm very happy. I have a lot of people that, that just amber in looking for something else and i say hey you want me to check your blood pressure or how about your blood sugar i do the blood sugar too okay so we wanted to talk just a little bit about blood sugar related uh diabetes diabetes so i think most people know that there's two there's diabetes one which usually happens is there's juvenile diabetes when you're a child but diabetes one is when um, your body doesn't use insulin correctly, okay? And it just, your body treats it as an invasion. And people, when they find out that they um, have extreme thirst, they might lose weight, um, they're um, tired. tired all the time with fatigue. Um, just because you crave sugar doesn't mean you're a diabetic. No. So... That is usually taken care of younger in life. Most people have those symptoms younger in life. As you age, like over 50, um, your body, if, if you are A, obese, B, have hypertension, C, um, have abnormal cholesterol, which is too high or, you know, um, 
a few other things, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that makes people go to the doctor. And when they're tested, they do an A1C, which is a blood test to see where you come on a scale. Um, the physician can tell right away if you've developed diabetes too. We're so used to hearing this stuff on television in these commercials. Oh, yeah. My A1C, my A1C. What's A1C? Well, it's a blood test that the physician does, and it depends on how you come out, um, um, whatever whatever the percentage. I'm not a lab technician. So you don't So okay. I can't really answer. What I can say is that what I'm doing um, is just doing, I have a, a glucose monitor, and I take a little pen prick. Right. And um, if also... A big thing is if anybody in your family has had it, more or less your immediate family, but any aunts, uncles, and any relations, that makes you more risk too to develop diabetes one or two. Right. And um, two is more prevalent as, as patients get older. Um, they have certain conditions that are precursors right. to diabetes 2 and diabetes 2 is your your pancreas makes insulin and for a little while it could be months years that it's still making but it's getting tired like an old <laughs> old person and it doesn't do as good a job and so it doesn't take it stops producing the right amount of insulin so you need to urge your pancreas to make more. So usually when patients go to the physician, there's oral agents that they will give them. Or if you can do it with watching your diet, you watch your carbohydrate intake, um, you watch your blood pressure, you watch your weight, the chances of you, obesity really can, can, and I'm not the thinnest little person on the oh, planet. I wouldn't know anything <laughs> about that. <laughs> I mean, I love sugar just like everybody else does, but I'm I'm careful about it. But I don't have it in my family. But I have some other risks that could make me um, develop it. Uh, but also, women who are pregnant and get gestational diabetes. Um, that means that their pancreas isn't producing enough insulin to take care of the sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be at risk later in life to develop diabetes too. Now, I don't want people running to the doctor, but um, it is good to have, if anybody in your family has diabetes, it's good to have your blood sugar tested. And if you're going in for a yearly physical, the physician will do oh, sure. a bigger test than the one I do. But mine is like a wake-up call, and it's like, oh, look, your blood sugar is elevated. Right. You know, um, it, it, it's like, mm, it's crawling up there. It's like 125, 130. You need to see your physician for a better workup. See. But mine is like a warning sing- signal, do you know? I do. And it, I, I tell people, watch your weight, be careful what you eat, watch your carb intake. Get some exercise. Get a lot of exercise. Exercise you know. is, is, is one of the key elements. It is. Of, of being healthy. And um, I'll do a little commercial here. Yeah, you can. <laughs> At Rose Baker Senior Center, 
this is a commercial yes. at Rose Baker Senior Center. We have, is it 16 or more different exercise groups or classes a week for that are free or there's a nominal charge? Um, anything you can think of from Tai Chi to calisthenics to yoga, three different kinds of yoga and many other forms of uh, being in shape. Zumba, too. Zumba. On Fridays. On Fridays. It's a great class. It's almost too full. They don't really want us to talk about it, but <laughs> that's okay. We'll do it anyway. There's also, you can go to the Y and swim two days a week for free if you're a Rose Baker yeah. person. All senior centers, you um, if they have a local YMCA, you I think two days a week if you talk to your um, you know managers and and the main person, the secretary, she can put you down right. as swimming and you go in with a group right. and twice a week you can get to ski for free. I mean, ski. What am I thinking about? I I'm thinking know. about the skiing snow. for myself. <laughs> Our, uh, you know, get to swim for free. Right. And swimming is a fabulous exercise because you're not putting a lot of strength on. You're, you're developing your, your strength, but you're not. You're doing it. Joints. You're doing it nicely. Um, slowly um, and you're enjoying yourself that's true and they have little um, water aerobics that you can do too and you and it's free twice a week really and um, I will speak from my little bit of expertise as a certified holistic health counselor to bring up the fact that um, careful eating and eating nutritional foods and eating regularly and eating the right amounts is key to controlling blood sugar and avoiding yeah diabetes and that's something else that we do and rice baker (laughs) (laughs) we have soup and salad three days a week free 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 anyway the Rose Baker does an awful lot for the clientele that go in there. There's a lot of activities. There's socialization. There's bingo. There's bingo. <laughs> and, yeah, three times a week, three days a week. Um, for the soup and salad. For the, through the open door, yes. There's no, We don't have bingo three days a week. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's also, also in Ipswich, Mark Warner's, um, um, t- it's, he has free Tai Chi. I think it's 11 or 1030. I'm not really quite sure. And that's free. And that's a wonderful thing. That's yes. on uh, Market Street, Nipswich. Oh, you can call. You mean a com- not even at the senior center? Well, it's it's not. The senior center talks about it. It's in there. Okay. The Ipswich uh, Senior Center okay. puts it in there. In Only there. because it's you I'm letting you talk about I a know. different city. That's right. But it's not. It's just a town. But I'm saying anybody can go to Mark Warner, okay. no matter well, which. That's great to know. No matter which senior center you're going to. Okay. I think the Rose Baker is fabulous, and they offer a lot, a lot of We're things. Biased. You know, I think we are a little biased, but most senior centers in most of the um, around here, anyway, Essex County, we'll call it. All of Essex County are very good they do an awful lot depending on their space and everything that they have that's you know but the more the more that they have the better it is for the for the senior center 
sure. uh, according to government funds and things like sure. that. Sure. And um, but I think the Tai Chi either it's a nominal price or it's free right. at the Rose Baker. It is a the Tai Chi is a nominal price. Um, it's a wonderful class, and we'll we're going to try to do a special on the Tai Chi very soon. See, you didn't think you could do more than 15 minutes and here we are. I know. Show's all gone. It's all gone and um, just don't forget that I'm there. No Um, one will forget that you're there, Peg. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Peg, for being here with us today. And, And, And thank you, Jennifer. My pleasure.